Golden Oreo. I pulled a gym today. My dad? I pulled a gym, yeah. What'd you do? What I did was, I, don't touch that. Uh, <laughs> I pulled a gym today. Uh, basically what that means is I took some leftovers and I put it in a form of an omelet. What did you put in an omelet? Did you put eggplant in an omelet? No, I put uh, the, the shrimp you made the other night no, with tikka masala. I did. What I did was, is uh, so Annie, to catch you up on the the Jimberly movement. Uh, My what, dad puts all of his leftover food in an omelet. And his most recent thing was a Cobb salad omelet. And his excuse <laughs> was, if all these hipsters can have their craft beers that taste like chocolate and waffles, why can't I? I didn't have- understand what what the uh, what the because there's egg in the Cobb salad. Yeah. And also lettuce, which you probably shouldn't heat up in an omelet. Yeah, or no. put in anything after you've like you shouldn't. And use it's l- from the day before. He got it at like B Dubs or some shit. Right, but like oh god, even worse. Yeah, <laughs> my, my dad's atrocious, and that's why I love him. Let me put my B Dubs Cobb salad from in a yesterday. Few eggs. That's true. <laughs> He's made Chipotle burrito bowl omelets. Yeah, I never understood that one. Uh, but right, that's kind of a power move. Like rice? You take the rice out, and then you got, like, steak, pico. That'd be pretty good. It could However, be pretty good. The- the, my favorite is <laughs> leftover pizza with an egg on top. <laughs> the Does he do an- that one? But yeah, yeah. I just took the shrimp tikka masala. I didn't take the rice. I just... But I- you put tikka masala in an omelet? No, what I did was I took the shrimp. He put I- the shrimp... From the tikka masala Correct. in the omelet. Well, I got as much sauce as I could off the shrimp. Did itself. you wash it? No, I just like mm-hmm. what I did was I just um, I made sure that the uh, shrimp itself had as little masala sauce as possible. Uh, I just dried it off with a towel and then I put it in the fucking omelet. This seems like a waste. It was really good. I bet it was. What else did you put in there? Uh, I did cheese. I did cheeses. I did onion. What kind of cheese? I took a craft single. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now All we're right. getting into <laughs> the rice. Okay, so so far we have rinsed off shrimp from tikka masala two nights ago. I didn't rinse it. I dabbed it. There's still with tikka a craft with a single craft and an single. onion. Anything with, else? With onion and avocado. Oh my god. Okay, this sounds horrid. So awful. You should have had it this morning. It was awesome. It was so fucking good. I can't even describe to you how good it was. Anyway, welcome back to garbage person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It comes with old age, Danny. Constipation. Constipation. First of all, doesn't Constipation. Second of all, you're full of crap. Constipation. All right, welcome back to Good Doesn't Watch and Yeah, dude. First, let's take care of some business before we get going. Um, uh, this fucking we got. We were looking over the demographics, and we got some uh, listeners in Australia. We're also go- the number fifteenth most popular comedy podcast in Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that kind of rules. We're big in Denmark. I feel like that was alleged. I don't well, think that guy was telling the truth. I think he was just trying to bait us. And who was that guy? Some dude from some fucking random ass. I get so many emails about this podcast. Well, and none of them I are trust legit. him, and we mm-hmm. are huge in Denmark, baby. 
We Welcome are, back. We are. That, You're gonna be big, huge. You're gonna be ginormous in Denmark. <laughs> the problem is that Simplecast did not tell me anything in relation to Denmark or the Netherlands in, in like how in our <laughs> stop. Do not <laughs> fuck. Simplecast did not tell us anything in regards to those demographics, but it did tell us that uh, somewhere in the eastern end of Australia, we do have listeners. <laughs> Yeah, that's appropriate. We do have listeners in Australia. But, Show yourselves. But yeah. The, but the Follow p- me on Instagram. Slide in my DMs. Venmo me $10. Yeah. If you guys, <laughs> hey, if our Australian <laughs> listeners are listening right now, we have an Instagram. We do have a good It's It's, it's, it's <laughs> at Scream Stan no. account. No, no, no. Our podcast, <laughs> our podcast Instagram is God underscore doesn't underscore watch underscore <laughs> is it doesn't or does not or does underscore not we need to change oh, the it name is. it's god, god under- underscore does <laughs> underscore not no, underscore Andy. watch underscore ota can you pull that up right now can we change the name to g w <laughs> Wait, no, G-D-W-O-T-H. I, no, I love it. O-T-H. G-D-W-O-T-H. That'd be so much easier than God underscore does underscore not underscore watch underscore O-T-H. But that's what's funny about it. Is it? I kind of love it. I kind of want to keep it. I hate uh, you guys. It's two against one. Also, All right. But, 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 but it's interesting that we do have these Australian followers because there's a place called One Tree Hill Next to Brisbane in Australia. Well, they probably listened to one episode and got very fucking confused. They were like, this ain't about no area next to Brisbane. <laughs> They're like, the, well, where the kangaroos at? We're trying to eat some Vegemite <laughs> listening to see a podcast. <laughs> well, what, the, what I think it was... Sorry if I offended you. I don't think they care. Uh, but also, I think it's, it's interesting because I think if they weren't, uh, if they weren't looking closely... If, it, if they weren't looking closely at the content of the pod, they would just assume that there is no God existing in the city of One Tree Hill, um, Australia. Hell yeah, brother. All right, let's get to the episode. I can't talk about these Australian motherfuckers anymore. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry if you're guys. Australian. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. This is amazing. This is a great start. All what right, what everyone happened today? Shut the fuck up. Welcome back to. I'm so sorry, Laura, for cussing. Um, welcome back to episode 11 of God Doesn't Watch One Twee Hill. Yes. My name Audrey. I'm Annie. And I am the, the turd. turd. No, him name Will. All right. <laughs> so we start out this rootin' tootin' episode in group therapy. Mm-hmm. Guess who's there? The Scott family minus Karen and Luke and Keith. <laughs> it's Dan, Deb, and Nate. That's yes, who is. is there. That's it's 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 a nuclear family. And basically, they get nothing accomplished. I didn't even write down anything. This is the only thing that you need to take from this moment is that Nate says that he doesn't know if he wants to play basketball yes. anymore after, and then which becomes our plot line for Nate this episode. He yeah. doesn't know where he wants to go. He doesn't know what he wants to do. Yeah, and like but like the the therapist is doing a great job though if we can like really yeah, narrow sure. it down. Like I think we should all get therapy if we need it. But also um everyone should get therapy. I think everyone, yeah, you're right, Annie. I think everyone should get therapy at some point in time. But And it should be cheap and accessible if not free. I think so. If you can't <laughs> afford it, if you cannot afford it absolutely. Uh but also, there's this bit 
where like the the therapist is like saying, Deb, it's your turn. Go ahead. And Deb starts talking. Of course, Dan interrupts her every every chance yeah. he fucking gets. Fuck Dan. And the therapist is like, Dan, Deb is speaking right now. If, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Oh, I have to I'm wait. speaking. I think you should <laughs> shut the, shut fuck, the up, fuck up. Right? <laughs> Nate's just like, I don't know if I want to play b-ball anymore. I'm just like, I'm oh, look at Kane. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so snuggly over there. I, I gotta touch little. his butt. So, uh, mm. yeah, basically, Dan gets fed up with the whole thing. He's like, great job, Doc. You fucked up the whole entire family. Uh, we're walking out of this, this fucking therapy session right now. And then they basically walk out. Is that uh, the, Yeah, they're in the parking lot. And, and they're leaving. Basically, the parents are like, you ride with me. No, you ride with me. And Dan's like, you should ride with your father. And Nathan's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm calling an Uber in 2003, a.k.a. walking home. I'm going to get a ride from this and John Wayne Gacy. I will say, we see this very early on in the series, but it's big this episode. Nathan's wardrobe is fire this yeah. episode. So Killer fit. So good. Damn so good. Like, every outfit he had this episode was insanely cool. One mm-hmm. thing that he was, like, was rocking the entire fucking episode was The Nike this, the, Letterman. The black Nike Letterman jacket. You see the Nike in the back, but it's also black, so you don't really... It's kind of It's faint. embossed. Oh, it's embossed. It's so good. It's Dare so I say... Good. That this episode, I found Nathan very hot. He's so yes, hot. He's so he's hot. So all right, as long hot. as we're on the same we're all page. On the same page. All right. So then we cut to this musty old bookstore where Brooke's horny as hell, and Luke is just trying to buy a book, and she's just like, "Can we leave? It smells weird in here. I'm trying to bone." And he's like, "As long as we do something legal, like we can do what you choose." And she's just like, "Okay." Then we cut to them in a weird yard and Brooke starts taking off her clothes to the tune of I ain't got nobody to love <laughs> oh, wow, wow. and they get in the a steamy that live in my dreams oh my god is there anyone out there cause it's getting harder and harder to breathe Maroon 5 which that being said <laughs> Lucas has only gotten hot and heavy on camera well, he's gotten hot and heavy a couple times, but this was the second intense, sexy time, and it was to another Maroon Five song. Yeah, his boners yes. are soundtrack to songs about Jane. And they're yeah. in a <laughs> they're in a steamy hot tub making out. And he's like, "When's your When's your dad gonna get home? When are your parents gonna get home?" She's like, "Oh, anytime." But this isn't their hot tub. So they're in a stranger's hot tub, and some old man is just sitting on the porch, wiggling his meat. <laughs> Watching the show, yeah. his and meat. you know what's going on inside that guy's head? Sunday morning by Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, and that guy wrote the song "Payphone" by Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and then we cut to the Chili Shack. Um, and Keith this, and Deb. What, well, first of all, what this is? What an amazing scene! What an amazing first start! Of all, so we <laughs> cut in to this beautiful breakfast. We've got like a pile of scrambled eggs, like five silver dollar pancakes, maybe a little breakfast some bacon. Pa- yeah, some bacon, a little sausage, maybe a little breakfast yeah. potato. It was like something a f- full out breakfast. I would yeah. fuck it up in a heartbeat. Yeah, yes. exactly. So what I would order on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Deb sets this down in front of Keith, and he goes. 
for the diet special, this looks pretty tasty. And she's like, oh, sorry, I meant to give it to this fat ass at the other <laughs> side of the bar. So she picks up the plate and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's she's still getting used to things there because she just started working there. Yeah. And so she grabs the plate and Audrey and I, I think we were both expecting this to happen. Yeah. And she hands it to this fat guy and we're just like, like this is they so. They strategically hired like, a fat extra for this scene because I've never seen anyone <laughs> above a size two in the city of Tree Hill. And then all of a sudden it's like, the diet breakfast looks pretty tasty. And Deb's like, oh, sorry, I meant it for this fucking fat tub of lard at the other end of my counter. Up until now, I thought like Keith was supposed to be the duff of the group. Right. <laughs> but like, then they get this, yeah. this motherfucker coming yes. out of nowhere. It's the same guy who's like, hey, Lucas, read this article. Great article about you and your pop. Yeah. Same guy. Same guy. So, <laughs> Probably, right? So they start talking, and basically Keith's like, hey, you should tell Nathan to come and see me. And while this is happening, Dan comes in, and he's like, I know you like stealing my women, but... I'm still I'm still bit married to this one. Some bullshit. I don't fucking know. And I will say for the audience, I've been drinking white claws since I got off work. It's it's been a, it's been quite the evening. It's been a day. So if I'm slurring my words, sorry. Anywho, so she just snuck a good pick, I'm sure. Uh, also, I'm so happy that we got these new pop filters here instead of the ones we had before where they were just so fucking janky and we couldn't figure out how to work them, but this works way better. Yeah. I feel like they're picking up a lot more sound, I would too. agree. Well, it's because what happened was that we had these pop filters literally six inches away from the mic, so we would felt like we had to stand further away from the mic, but now we can be close up to them and it doesn't fucking matter. Pop filters? I prefer popcorn lung. This episode is brought to you by The Jewel. Popcorn lung, get it? <laughs> that was a good segue. All right, so. Um, also, I am over a week free of vaping, everybody. Woo! Wow. Annie, you're next, bitch. Maybe after college. That's fair, yeah. Uh, get, what was I you- watching the other day that was like, you can smoke and vape as much as you want before you're 25. Doesn't matter. After you turn 25 is when you got to quit. Right. We're gonna we're actually going to make you addicted to cigarettes before you Hell quit yeah. everything. No. See, I hate cigarettes. <laughs> oh, so you've tried them. Yeah. No one listened to this, but I used to love me a good cigarette. Thank you. Cut it out. <laughs> Don't tell my mom. Well, she knows. We've had this conversation. I do not like cigarettes. I used to love me a good cigarette. I had my first cigarette when I was, mom, don't listen to this, 16. I was 16. Wow. We're alike, I, you and I. <laughs> I think I was hammered and like someone like gave me a cigarette in college and then I just smoked it, but like I don't remember it. <laughs> you probably didn't inhale it. I probably I probably did, but I don't remember. Had you ever smoked weed before that? Yeah, I have. He smoked weed I might three have thought whole of, times. You know what it was? I think I might have thought it was a joint, but it was just someone's fucking Marlboro Red. Ew, cowboy killers. All right, back to the podcast. <laughs> so basically Dan comes in and he's like, blah, blah, blah. you're not going to steal my wife. You already took Karen, even though I don't want her, but she's my sloppy seconds. Deb is <laughs> technically not my sloppy seconds yet. She's just here. So pending the divorce papers, basically Keith's <laughs> like, just you keep acting like this, she's gonna be gone, and then he's just and like, then I'll fuck her. Basically, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, 
I ain't getting interrupted by you tonight, sir. Sorry. We had this pre-pod conversation. Yeah, right. no. Sorry. No interruptions, no bullshit. Sorry. Uh-uh. Sorry. Let me talk. We just want to talk about the episode. Let me talk. Let me talk, <laughs> Ronnie. The first night at bed, Ronnie put his face in between two cocktail waitresses' breasts. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Samantha. Samantha. The night at bed. The first night at bed. Okay, we'll do a Jersey Shore Joey podcast. 420 was there. Um, we'll do a Jersey Shore right. podcast when we finish this show. Okay, so pretty much nothing else really happens in that scene. Oh, except for Dan is like, I'll take a day to dinner tonight. Also, hope my, that's okay with you. Y'all, my Dan impression is getting so good. <laughs> feel free to gas me up after the pod. I will. So, <laughs> Dan's like, Dan's like, oh, I'm taking my son to dinner tonight. And Deb's like, uh, no, you're fucking not. And he's like, you're not going to stop me from seeing my son. And she's like, oh, I will. Or I'll get a lawyer too. I'll ask politely or I'll get a lawyer too. Eh. Bitch. Megan the Stallion. Eh. <laughs> but Luke walks down the street to go to school and... He's he sees up Peyton. Yeah, he sees Peyton's door open, and he walks in, grabs a rake off the front porch, and he's like, uh-uh, somebody's robbed my girl, who ain't my girl, but it's kind of my girl. I think she's just my friend. <laughs> so he walks in with said rake, and there's a man in the kitchen going through the cabinets, and he's just like, who the fuck are you, dude? What are you doing with Peyton? And the guy goes, uh, I can ask you the same thing. I'm her fucking dad. What are you going <laughs> to do with the rake, bruh? Yeah, it's like what is your friend he? was just about to rake me. Yeah. He said <laughs> yeah. something. All, he's like, "Who are you?" Like, I'm the guy who's about to take that rake from you, shove it up your ass halfway, and then break it off. Is yeah, that he one says, of, "Is that one of your four notes?" Yes. <laughs> 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 but the other, the other thing I wanted to talk about, actually, real quick, uh, well, two things. Um, uh, there's no way that her house is on the way to school. Um, I think, I think he was just. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. That was you. What was that? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> There's nothing to wear. Did you guys hear that? I'm scared. The guy who plays Peyton's dad, uh, he retired from acting after this role. Wait, why? Well. Did he murder someone? He only with plays, a rake? He only plays the role halfway. Yeah, he does. He does Guess pl- who comes in next? The guy who plays... Luke Chad and- Michael Murray's dad yeah. in Cinderella Story. Oh. Yeah, he plays okay, Peyton's. They kind of look alike if you squint. Not yeah, really. yeah, no, kinda, no. yeah. He's tan. Yeah, he's got a much darker skin tone. Well, than he came the one. back from uh, New Zealand and he got a tan. Yeah, right. sure. No, he's not. Shut up. No, okay. he got <laughs> he got blew up in the deep water horizon, and now he's just a different dad. It's like the Avril Lavigne situation, but also he's he's known for playing Terry Silver on The Karate Kid Part Three. He's a Cobra Kai uh, sensei who is a bad guy in Karate Kid Part Three. So, wow. just thought I'll let you guys know that. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can move on. So, now. yeah, so Luke and Larry meet for the first time. Yada da da da. They go to school and. Peyton and Brooke are walking, and she tells Peyton tells Brooke that her dad's back. Yeah, because she's so smiley, and Brooke was like, "Who's the boy?" Yeah, she's like, "My dad," and Brooke's like, "Ooh, he's a hottie. I'm also horny yeah, for your dad." Brooke's Brooke's into dilfs. Yeah, and she's like, "Can you shut the fuck up for two seconds about how horny you are, Brooke? It's getting old." She doesn't say that, but I was thinking yeah. it. I wish she would. 
Honestly, me too. So then Brooke's like, hey, um, you're smart and you relate more to my boyfriend than I do. Do you think you could like help me learn how to date him properly and like get to know him? Because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know anything about him. And Peyton's like, here's a CD. Tell him to listen to tracks three and 11. Eight and 11. Eight and 11. Whatever. Whatever. Something in 11. It's here nor there. And it's by the artist Travis, who we talked about. Yeah, baby, reoffender. Which is a band, not an artist. Let Fuck me yeah. add that. Reoffender fucking rules. So then, cut that out. Um, nope. Nope. Please. <laughs> so then, um, Nathan and Haley are talking, and he's basically just like, you know, if I didn't play basketball, I might actually have a life. Because yeah. she's like, are you going to tell me how this fucking therapy session went? What's the tea? And he's just like, I don't know. My dad sucks. My parents hate each other. And I don't know if I want to play basketball anymore. And yeah. then she's like, practice starts back up today, right? Well, he says, she says, practice oh. starts today, doesn't it? And he says, yeah, but it, if, I don't think for me. Yep. I don't think it's starting back up for him. So he's getting pretty closer to the line of not coming back to basketball. And we're we're starting to sit on the edge of our seats wondering, will Nathan go to practice? Will they, won't they? Who knows? Controversy. Will he take up water polo instead? Stay tuned. Horseback riding. (laughs) So then... Brooke finds Lucas and she's like, "Hey Stud, here's that here's a CD I want you to listen to. Listen to tracks 8 and 13." <gasps> but she didn't say. And he's like, "Who?" And she's like, "The Travis guy." And he's like, "Huh, okay." Here's the here's the <laughs> secret, y'all. Travis is a band. It's not just a guy. <laughs> it's a whole band. So then he, Luke finds Peyton in the art room while she's drawing and he just like throws down the Travis CD and he's like, here, this is yours. And she's like, oh, that's, I already have this. Thank you. And he's like, nah, you clearly gave this to Brooke. And he said he already had it too. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, she told me to listen to track 13. There's only 12 songs. So she fucked Mm -hmm. up. Yes, she did. She did. And then cute moment, Luke mm-hmm. is like, do you mind if I just sit here and read while you draw? Because he hasn't had a lot of quiet time lately. Because, you know, Brooke doesn't shut the fuck up. Yep. So and I will say before they have that cute moment, he talks to Peyton about her dad. And she yes, opens she up about the fact. vulnerable. Yeah, she opens up about the fact that although she puts it out, like she loves that her dad travels all the time and gives her the space to be herself and do what she wants. She actually loves her dad, and she misses him a lot and yes. kind of wishes he was around more, which I think every teenager is probably like, fuck, yeah, I want my parents to be gone. That would rule. And then like a week of it, and you're like, mom. Yeah, it's yeah. the plot of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, the movie. It is. <laughs> so, anyways. Also, I wish that scene would have been just like, just just for me, just once, I wish they did a take where like Luke was a little bit more confrontation like based, you know, just like, what is this fucking thing? And she's like, it's Travis. It's just a CD. I already own it. He's like, well, I do too. Brooke said to listen to tracks eight and 13. There are only 12 tracks on the album. I wonder who gave her that stupid fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he goes, he goes, Eight and eleven, so you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said to her. That's right. That's right. He did say that. So then 
we cut to the body shop. Yep, and Nathan is there to talk to Keith, and he's just Keith. like, Keith's just like, hey, dude, like I know I haven't been around because I let my beef with your dad get in the way of my relationship with you, my nephew, but like, listen, it's just a game, Nate. It's not life. Do what you need to do to be happy. So then we cut to Haley asking Peyton for advice about Nathan, which is the second time Peyton has been asked um, for advice about love advice, a guy that she has been interested in or dated. Yeah. And Peyton basically laughs and is like, wow, why is everyone asking me for relationship advice when I have destroyed everything I love? And <laughs> that's not exact words. Oh, she called herself the queen of dysfunctional relationships, mm-hmm. and she thought it was ironic that everybody was asking her for help. So then, basically, Haley's talking to Peyton. Peyton's like, "Dude, I never broke down whatever walls that guy has up, and you somehow have. He's lucky to have you." And Haley's like, "All right, sick bet." And then um, we get to. Actually, I don't remember if this was before cheerleading practice or during, but Brooke's just like, hey, I don't know about Lucas. And Peyton's like, you guys just don't like the same things. That's fine. Yeah. It's okay to be different than your partner. And Brooke's like, hmm, I guess you're right. And then she's like, why didn't you tell me Travis was a band? (laughs) (laughs) And Peyton was like, I think everybody knows it yeah i feel like you should have known that like it's i think the 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 writers of one tree hill only played maroon five in that in that jacuzzi scene for the benefit of brooke because it's the only song she could possibly know yep uh so we're at practice and girls are getting their cheerleading on and this brings me to my age-old question why the fuck do they have basketball practice and cheerleading practice at the same time in the same gym save it's because it's, it's of writing. all the hormones. It's writing. You gotta put it all in one room. Okay, so the boys walk in for their first practice back, and Whitey's like, hope y'all enjoyed your vacation. Let's see if you still got what it takes. Suicides! <laughs> Makes them run fucking suicides. For, and for 30, 30 seconds. seconds. But, <laughs> but while they're running suicides, Jake Jagelski shows up with his sweet little baby, and he's carrying the baby in a little fucking car seat carrier. And Whitey goes, boy, there better be a basketball in that thing. <laughs> what a fucking great And he's line. like, dude, I could either skip practice or bring her. And yeah. he's like, all right, well. <laughs> and he's like, baby, suicides. <laughs> <laughs> and then Peyton, and then Peyton like wants to play mom. So she's like, I'll take him. I'll but take wait, her, Jake. We miss a very perfect part where Whitey goes, Put her in the bleachers and make sure she's got a good seat so she can watch her father puke. <laughs> and then Peyton's like, I'll watch him. And Whitey just looks like, what the fuck is going on here? Why are there, why is there like baby parents here? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> and while this is happening, surprise, Nathan did not show up to practice He's today. Not at practice. No pracky, no playtime, baby. So after practice, Luke is at his house and he's starting to write an email to his mom and Brooke barges in and she sits on his lap and she's just like, I want to know everything about you. We don't know anything about each other. I want to like what you like. Blah, 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 blah. It's fine. Some annoying Nothing shit. that exciting happens. And then he just puts on the, al- the Travis album and she's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate it. This yeah. doesn't sound like songs about Jane. <laughs> <laughs> So while they're having their little moment, um, 
Nathan and Dan are at dinner, and Dan is on his fuckery bullshit. Oh my god! Once let me again. Let me try to that set the bitch. scene. Let me set the scene. So we're at this pizzeria, and this girl who cannot be over the age of twenty, probably is closer to her teen years, maybe like eighteen. To give, it, to like give Dan the benefit of the doubt, she's not a minor. She is 13 years old. No, she's Move not. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. So this girl drops off the pizza, and Dan's like, oh, olives on half, cheese on the other, just the way I like it. And he's looking at her titties very clearly. And, and she, she wants it. She's leaning over and squeezing but her she's also just together. trying to make them tips. She wants that fat tip. And the tip. guy who owns the only yeah. car dealership in town. Not the fat tip he's thinking. No. Different fat yeah. tip. So then Nathan's like, ew, dude, what the fuck? And he goes, <clears throat> <clears throat> what? You know I like to kid around. That's exactly how he said it. It's the cringiest like, moment. No ever. one who likes to kid you know around how I says like to that. Kid around. You know how I like to kid around. It's and it was like totally monotone. Like mm-hmm. there was no expression. And Nathan's like, dude, do you think voice. this is gonna help you get mom back? What the fuck is this about? Doing this in front of your son? Gross. Was this the first joke he ever told? Yeah. <laughs> so then Nathan's basically like, hey yo, uh, I do be quitting and I do be talking to Keith. And mm-hmm. I didn't go to practice today, so fuck off. And Dan's like, first of all, why the fuck are you talking to my scumbag brother who owns a second-rate auto body shop? And third of all, why the fuck do you think you can quit basketball when it's the only thing I live vicariously through and the only thing that wakes me up in the morning and helps me sleep at night? True. And he says second-rate auto body shop. What other auto body shop is there in Tree Hill, Carolina? Probably the one connected to his dealership. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) No fucking way. I'm just kidding, (laughs) y'all. So then we cut immediately to the body shop. And as fucking Keith is lowering a car from being raised up oh. fucking dan appears like michael like goddamn fucking, myers it's like that also like darth vader yeah like, like a, the, the helmet lowering. yeah yes. like I, the car is lowering onto the ground and you just see dan's fucking creepy ass face just oh, whoa. and then the best part is keith goes wow that's freaky <laughs> <laughs> to sum it up for you who aren't watching it or have never seen it Imagine Dan is uh, Michael Myers and Keith is Laurie Strode. Right. And she's just like, oh, fuck, I'm about to get murdered. So it was like a Mufasa scar moment. Yes. True. They were like, like they were having their little cheeky banter cheeky about banter. how. How much they hate each other and how much they're ruining each other's lives yeah. and Brother, things like that. Help me. Well, to to go in on what Annie said, basically he shows up and he's like, Why the fuck are you talking to my son? And then says, I don't mind you playing daddy to one of my kids. Just leave the good one alone. <laughs> Assumed to be the good one. Right. <laughs> it's not assumed. We know. We know at this point, like how Dan uh, perceives his, his his spawn. He knows exactly what he's saying yeah. here. So then um Leave the good one. That shit happens and Keith's just like, dude, you're fucking psycho. How are we of the same blood? Anywho, we cut to school the next day and Skew. Skew. And Jake Jagelski's like, Hey Peyton, uh 
Jenny had these and it's her keys and she's like, oh, she was shaking them like a little pom-poms and he's like, yeah, she could be a cheerleader. Peyton goes, or a president, don't limit her. And that baby grew up to be Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. (laughs) (laughs) That baby grew up to be Vice President Mike Pence. (laughs) (laughs) While this is happening, we're just having like 10 exchanges in the outdoor school hallway. Yes, Luke and Nate are being chummy AF. So then Luke comes up and he's like, dude, where were you? The team sucks D without you. Sucks on D. Sucks on D. Same thing. They're <laughs> no, sucking wieners. It's, There's it's, two it's, meanings. They're to lapping the up some wieners. It's the syntax. <laughs> the team. The team sucks D without you is one thing. The team sucks on D without you is could be two things. Either way, they're sucking dick. <laughs> Out of context, they say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Luke's like, "Hey, the team sucks at defense without you." Even though it sounds like he says the team sucks on dicks without you. And it's like, hey, why aren't you sucking on dicks with me? (laughs) And then we do another exchange, and Nathan and Haley are talking, and he's like, let's skip six period. And she's like, no. And then she's like, no. Okay. And then they proceed to steal a car from Dan's fucking dealership. It looks like a fucking. It looks like an Alfa Romeo. It it wasn't an Alfa Romeo? I think it was. You're better at cars than I am. I don't fucking know what they look like. I'm good at cars. <laughs> How do you know about cars? I don't know shit about because cars. Because I used to take a lot of Ubers. You took an Uber and an Alfa Romeo? No, but there was an Alfa Romeo that was parked behind one of my places of work where I would take smoke breaks. Bakersfield. Okay, listen. So much I'm learning so about they you. Stole- Lauren, if you're listening at Bakersfield in OTR, there was an Alfa Romeo parked in the back where we used to be able to take smoke breaks before the people who lived upstairs complained that we were too rowdy. Okay. Um, there's so much so I'm learning about they you. They steal they steal a car from Dan Scott Motors. And they go to the they beach. They go to the beach house and they get totally faced on the beach. Mm-hmm. Like just fucking. They had two drunk. bottles of vodka. At least. Mm-hmm. How did but they But sitting fucking, there in sight, yeah. we had two bottles of vodka. And they were empty. Mm-hmm. So even assuming it started from full, they destroyed those bottles yes. of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so they're shit faced. Haley's wearing some weird ass fucking knitted cap. Yeah, her her weird hats. It's her cap. She has weird hats. She's got some weird... It's her character traits. Her style's fucked. Yeah, so we don't know what that's about. But then she's basically like, your dad's going to kill us. And he's like, no, he's in Charlotte. And she's like, oh, okay. And then they turn around and once again, like, fucking... Yeah, add the Michael Myers song here. I'm going to do a mashup of both. And Darth Myers is just standing there watching them, like, watching them come up to the stairs, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And basically, he's just yelling at Nathan and Haley's like, "Mr. Scott," like, and she tries Nathan to apologize. Like, nice knowing you, yeah. <laughs> but she's like, he's loading him in the car, and Haley tries to apologize, and he goes, "I'm not speaking to you," and I'm just like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. But then my queen Haley proceeds to accidentally throw up right on Darth Myers' dick. Yes. You act like right that's there. not tactical. That had to be on purpose, right? It, it wasn't. I mean, but I, I would have done it on purpose. Same. Oh, yeah. So Same. they load Haley in the car and take her home and take Nathan home, obviously. 
Well, then we get well, to the chili shack, right? Yes, and Peyton's dad is telling her that he is going to New Zealand. He got a three-month gig. In New Zealand. And he's going to be making that coin, and she doesn't even have the chance to say, like, she's too scared to say, hey, yeah, maybe not. But Well, she said, wait, hold on. I want to say, because we did, there was something. So, um... Peyton told Lucas earlier that when her mom died, she didn't her like her dad's job was the only thing that he loved and she didn't want to take that from him too. So she feels like she's being selfish by keeping him away yes. from his job. So she doesn't say anything when he tells her about this coin coin yeah. New Zealand job. Yeah, so before so Lucas walks into the chili shack and goes up to Haley and he's like, Oh, you skipped fifth period and you're drunk. Like, he's making you skip classes and getting you drunk. What the fuck's that about? And she looks at Lucas and says, Talk to me when you get your fucking tattoo removed. Yeah. Which is a sick burn. It a rolled. Burn. And so, he was like, All right. He was like, Hey, you got me. Yeah. So you got me there. After that, Larry waves uh, Lucas over. He's like, Come sit with us. And they're sitting there talking about books and. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, Dr. Seuss, we didn't read this in but high school. But what he says to get Luke over, he goes, Luke, come over here. And then he goes, have a seat, rake boy. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> While they're having a nice chat, Brooke walks up to the window of the chili shack and just sees what it looks like Luke and Peyton having a grand old time with her dad, which still is like, I don't know. Why I mean, wouldn't you just go inside and go, what's yeah. up? The sexual tension's palpable between my boyfriend Peyton and my and her She's dad. She's being very presumptuous. Yeah. It's it's a little too much, but I think it's because she has her own personal issues and she's kind of, I don't know, projecting. So she's angry and she storms off. She has to have some sort of abandonment issue, right? Yeah. Of course. So yeah. then um, we cut to Nathan and showing up late to tutoring and he basically, fi- first of all, Finds out that Haley failed her pop quiz in English because she's been missing classes. Right. And also goes, let's skip tutoring. Let's go to a concert. We're taking a train. They're not going to see a concert. What? They're going to see the Wes Anderson film Bottle Rocket. He says the bottle. Said the, he says bottle rockets playing in the theater downtown, where you can take the train to go see it. First of all, there's a train to go downtown. There's a public transit system in One Tree Hill. But there's only two fucking restaurants. Explain that, please. What Somebody if, wait, explain that. But sh- well, soapbox. Let me talk oh, for a second. <laughs> Hi, let me talk for a second. What if Tree Hill is just a suburb? And they take the train yeah. downtown to the bigger no, city. Yeah. That so it's, it's like in. the White Oak to their to their since downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. okay but, so, but, but, shush. But, but the movie is Wes Anderson's Bottle Rocket. Why does Nathan have such interesting tastes in film? But he's clearly just a douche jock character. I don't know. I don't understand. Who knows? He likes art films. He likes eclectic shit. Okay, whatever. Who fine. knows? Sorry. So, <laughs> Sorry. So we'll they're cutting class again. And he, she's like, I'll go as fail. long as we study geometry on the train. Yes. And he's like, all right, bet. So while this is happening, Peyton and her dad are at home, and he's like, hey, I got us some new HD webcams. Like, it'll really make being apart easy on us. And also, I missed your birthday, so here's these expensive oil paints because I know you wanted to get into oils. And she's like... These are expensive, Dad. And he's like, don't worry. It's that new job, baby. I got, um, they bankrolled it. 
And she's like, you, you already took it? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> What, little little side note when I was writing this note down. Oh yeah. I instead of writing oil paints, I wrote oil pants. And I just <laughs> thought it was like like a cheeky little stuff. It's a fun thing. <laughs> cheeky bat I love oil pants. So <laughs> oil pants. Peyton's like, oh shit, my dad's really leaving. And while that's happening, we're back at therapy, but Nate isn't there. Just and Devin. And the therapist basically is like, yo, your son is acting out for your attention. He's crying for help. It's classic. My parents are getting divorced and it's all my fault. But this time I could see why he thinks it is all his fault Mm -hmm. because of how Dan is treating him and how Deb is reacting to it fairly, might I add. So the therapist basically is like, you guys realize that he's acting out to get your attention and to get you guys to figure something out. And they're just like, we're angry at each other. And then she goes, okay, so what actually works for you as a couple? And then it's just silence. Yeah. Nothing. Next <laughs> scene. Nothing. And then we have a deep talks with Whitey. Yeah. So Whitey is in the gym and Nathan shows up and Nathan's like, dude, I saw your car outside. Do you ever leave this place? And he's like, Sometimes I feel like I live here. And in my head, I like to picture Whitey, like, at the end of the day, turning off all the lights of the gym and pulling a little blankie out and, like, a sleeping cap and sleeps in the bleachers with a little stuffed animal. I think that'd be very cute. And he uses a basketball as a pillow. He's got a portable DVD player. He's got the first season of MASH on there. Right? No. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. If that's what you wish. What is It's your fantasy, Hanny. What do you think Whitey's watching on the portable DVD player? Uh, like Mike, <laughs> he's watching. He's watching Hoosiers. <laughs> he's watching an old porn video he made with Camilla. <laughs> no, oh my God! He's watching Space Jam because he wants to an see Nathan in the mocap suit. An old black and white porno. He's got like a Camilla. He had the old film reel converted to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need you turds to shut up so I can make a callback to my first bit. Whitey is watching Space Jam so he can see Nathan in his motion capture suit on set. We heard. As Bugs Bunny. And I want to repeat myself because my joke did not get the respect it deserved. (laughs) Anywho, so Nathan shows up and (laughs) Nathan shows up and he's like, Duder, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. (laughs) He calls him Duder. He's like, hey, bro. Hey, brother, man. uh, I don't think I want to play the sportsies anymore. And he's like, so do you really love this game? Like, be honest. And he's, he's like, like, take all the hard stuff out of it. Yeah. Do you Dan love out. the game? Just take Dan out of it. Really. And he's like, I do. I just hate what it's doing to my life. And Whitey's like, well, I think you found your fucking answer, dude. The best is when Whitey goes, let's take Dan out of the picture. And Nathan goes, I wish I could. Yep. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. So Literally then, impossible. Brooke finds Peyton and she's just like, dude, uh, I don't know what to do anymore. I think Lucas wants you and I both. He wants the best of both worlds. And she's just, Peyton's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, he's my friend. He wants you. You guys are dating. Leave me alone. Get over yourself. Like, literally, get over it. And that's that. So then while this is happening, Peyton's dad is in her room setting up the webcams. And then he starts looking at her art. And he stops at the painting of the stoplight, which her mother was killed running a red light. 
Um, this is what happens when you run red lights, guys. Yeah. You die. Yeah. So You yep. will get pregnant and die. <laughs> so he's looking at the artwork from a for, uh, previous episode that's, uh, um, what does it say? It just says, uh, People always leave. People always oh, yeah, leave. people always leave with the stoplight. And he's looking at that, and he's like, damn, I do always leave. And Lucas, <laughs> <laughs> while he's looking at that, Lucas shows up, and he's like, hey, man, what up? And he's like, oh, I'm just looking at Peyton's art. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, why are you in this house? And he's like, uh, I just assumed she didn't hear me because she's always listening to music. And he's like, okay, fair. Wait, we I give do you a- the permission to just walk in this house whenever you like? Yeah, the dad literally says, all right, bet. It's the second time Lucas has broken to Peyton's house mm-hmm. in the past three days. That's true. It's <laughs> so um, weird. I'm going to say it wasn't breaking and entering. It's I'm going to say it was trespassing. But like... When Larry's there, it's kind of weird. Yeah, so <laughs> Larry's like, what? And he's like, dude, you should really listen to Peyton. She's very talented. Look at her comic strip. And he's like, comic strip? What's that? <gasps> she can draw? And then Luke's like, don't tell anyone. It's a secret. And it, he shows her her newest um, comic strip in the Thud magazine, which is a little girl watching a boat leave, and each panel, the girl gets a little older, and then the last panel is like present-day present Peyton. Peyton, basically. And she's watching the boat go away yes. that her dad is on. Yes. Mm. So the dad's like, damn, that's deep. And then while this is happening, Haley's talking to Nathan, and Nathan basically is like, dude, I'm sorry for making you do all this shit. Don't like, change for me. Don't change for me, and she's like, but, like, I'm having fun. And he's like, no. But that's I not like, you. Yeah, he's like, I like that someone like you sees something in me. And she's like, someone like me or me? And it's like, shut up, Haley. We get it. You're funny. <laughs> so God, it's so infuriating listening mm-hmm. to her talk sometimes. Just yeah, let yeah. Nathan be vulnerable for once. Yes. Yes. Fucking shit. So then we come back to the Sawyer residence and... Lucas and Larry are sitting they're on... They're enjoying some coffee Yeah, cookies. they're having a nice cup of joe and a biscotti <laughs> at <laughs> the table. And <laughs> Peyton comes in and she's like, is that laundry? And he's like, no, it's my bags. I'm leaving tonight. And she's like, what? I thought you weren't leaving till Wednesday. And he's like, well, now I'm taking a three-week gig. So he turns down the New Zealand job. And by him taking this three-week gig, he's going to be able to come back to Tree Hill and work from home after that. And yeah. I saved the receipt for those oil paintings. I'm returning them tomorrow. Yeah. No, he didn't take the oil paintings back. Well, he's no. making way less fucking but money then now. He, <laughs> but then he leaves, and he turns around, and he says to Peyton, I liked your comic strip. So right. he just yeah. spilled the beans and about that one. Peyton Whatever. also says, I'll leave the light on for you. I love you, yeah, Daddy. Cute. And it's very mm. cute. And so cute. he's outing. So then Luke leaves because he's like, All right, I have clearly overstayed my welcome at this house. Gotta go. And he <laughs> goes to Brooke's house where she's brooding alone on her porch and she's like, We have nothing in common. You like to read. I like sex. What are we gonna do? Mm. And, I can't be literate and fuck at the same time. And he's just like, I like that you're stupid. Stupid bitch, just shut up. And she's like, Well, you're the first good guy I've ever dated. And he's like, Yeah, and I'm probably gonna be the last. Now shut <laughs> up. He's like he says, I happen to like that we're different. Yeah, and, and she's I give like, a rat's ass about you. That's after she's like, it's just like I'm starting to give a rat's ass. And he's like, Well, I give a rat's ass about you too, so shut up and let's go bone. Yeah. So that's that. I don't know. Brooke's whole storyline in this episode is kind of annoying Dumb, to me. Stupid. Dumb, Unnecessary. Dumb, dumb, so dumb. then we cut to a caked 
up Dan Scott <laughs> perched his little ass over the fucking he's rail. He's got his leg popped. Yeah, like a substitute like, teacher who's like, his oh, hip wait. is out. His legs going the other way. Mm-hmm. He's like ready for the runway. Yes. And picture, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> picture this. Picture this. You're in he's middle in school. He's in his sweater quarter zip with his khaki pants yes. and his tevas. Tevas. I say tevas. That's not how you say it. Is he wearing tevas? I say Tevas. But is he wearing those? They looked like chunky Tevas, yes. <laughs> oh, he's wearing the Jesus Christ yeah. 1000s. Oh, yeah, the Air Jesuses. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> picture this, though, to kind of set the vision for you. You're in middle school. You have a substitute teacher who's a fucking dork. And you and your classmates will not shut the fuck up. And he is standing there with one hand on his hip, putting half of his weight on one leg. And he's like, I'll wait. I'll wait till you're done. I'll wait. I'll wait. Picture that. That's what Dan looks like from behind. Yes. So And then he earned your respect. No, I still hate that motherfucker. <laughs> so he's looking off into the moonlight and Nathan shows up and he's just like He's apologizing for some reason. Yeah, Nathan's like, I'm he sorry, nothing really to Dan. Say sorry for, and Dan's just like, It's okay, just play basketball again. And he's like, No, everything's basketball with us. Like, and now you and mom are fighting. It's fucked up. Is this all because of me? And literally says to Dan, maybe you chose the wrong son. (gasps) (gasps) And the wrong wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we kind of forget about that part, don't we? Yeah. What if he just chose one son and chose the other life? And the other wife. (laughs) Yeah. So make the other child and the other mom live together. Yep. <laughs> like this a weird reality mom. show. This is your new mom, Deb. You look more like her, so it's fine. That's kind of <laughs> true, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then Karen and Nathan look more yeah. alike. Yeah. Have you never noticed that? What if they switched at birth? It's not possible. Luke's three months older. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's continue. So then... Um, he can make it happen. <laughs> basically, Dan says some bullshit, and he's like, I love you, son. No, he starts tearing up. Oh, yeah, because he's like... He's crying he's in the club. He's big like, crap. how are you going to quit said, basketball? I love you. Blah, blah, blah. But also, don't quit basketball. It's the only thing I live for. And then Nathan's like, you know what? Fuck you, Dan. I'm going to the river court. And while he's at the river court, Lucas shows up. This fucker is everywhere, by the way. Who, Lucas? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he's been all over fucking One Tree Hill tonight. It's fine. So he comes (laughs) to the river court, and Nathan's just like, hey, dude, I'm quitting. You wanted my world, now it's all yours. And Which, he throws in the basketball and he's Audi. But it's like, no one wants your nobody world. Nobody wanted his world. This is such a Dan thing to say. Yep. Right? But yeah. which we have to acknowledge and feel bad for him because he is a victim of Dan's wrath. And we're not, we, what we're not going to do. In some ways, Luke is, did want his world, but in other ways, no. Yes, I agree. But what we're not going to do is victim shame Nathan no. right now. No. Not on my watch. In Dan's defense, he did feel slighted at every turn. Huh? He's like, I. everything is a slight against me. Yeah, because it is. <laughs> so we cut to Jake Jagelski, and his baby is crying, and it's very annoying. And he's like, here, chew on these keys. And he gives Actual her keys. his car keys and house keys, like a big rusty keychain. <laughs> and the baby's like, mmm, delicious. Thank you, Dad. Tastes like stops pennies, crying. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Build up your immunity, kid. Pennies. So that shit happens, and it's like, oh, Peyton let her eat keys, and now he's letting her eat keys. Maybe does he have, like a little have a crush on Peyton? 
Does he have a little crush on Peyton? <laughs> Jenny has a crush on Peyton. <laughs> so then we cut to Peyton, and she is turning the light on for her dad. She is leaving the light on for him. Yes. And the episode ends with Nathan in the locker room, ripping his name off the locker and shooting it into a trash can, and he is Audi 5000. And Whitey's like... <laughs> Whitey's like, mm-hmm. my best player, he gone. But he's also like, good. Yeah. That's what that but boy he's needs. Like, he's like, you'll come back. <laughs> they always come crawling they back to Papa Whitey. Back. My undefeated record is fucked now. And this is, it truly, that even that bit right there shows that time means nothing because they still have an undefeated record. Can they just opt out of games? It's been like two weeks since they played one. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. I don't know. Time means nothing in Tree Hill. Nope. Maybe when a kid passes out on the court, you're allowed some time. Oh, they just let you suspend play for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what regulation is. I don't know. Is One time Montreal. I was at a basketball game in high school, and this dude fucking turned his leg and his bones stuck out, and we all saw it happen. <coughs> they didn't cancel basketball for us. <laughs> I almost passed out. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. It was disgusting. Let's get into our segments mm-hmm. for this episode. What's up first? Will, what's your favorite song? Dude, the songs fucking sucked this week. Yep, next. But hold on. There is one <laughs> good song. One good song uh, when... when next. When fucking... Uh, that, it would be weird if but it wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky. Now I listen and laugh. Even almost got married. And to Pete, I'm so thankful. Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm. Because he was an angel. <laughs> Are you good? Leave yeah. that shit in. Yeah. All right. Uh, it'd be weird if there was a retrospective One Tree Hill episode where they just put all these all these new songs in there, like uh, Savage and Thank You Next. One taught me love. One taught me patience. And one taught me pain. Now His I'm name was Lucas. <laughs> Edited for TV by Ariana Grande. Uh, but uh, the one good song, I think, was... Um, Harder to Breathe by Maroon 5. No. They played a lot of Ryan Adams at the end, but he's canceled. He's canceled, Ryan Adams is. But uh, there there was a song, a Ship of Fools by World Party, that was playing when uh, Lucas was talking to Larry in Peyton's bedroom. That's pretty fucking good. Good song. Uh, but otherwise... Everything sucked. Everything sucked. It was bad. All right. So uh, did we see any of Whitey's nips? I, I feel like I saw two, two instances. Yeah. I saw like a couple nips. I think yeah. two is about two, the two nips. Yeah, two nips. Let's give it up She's for Whitey's good. nipples, y'all. Whitey nips. They always Whitey come through nips. when we need Whitey them. Whitey nips. And you know that they were good nips because nothing gets those nips harder than, you know, kids running suicides on his yes. own court. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Next we have Carolinian of the Week. Um, fuck. I didn't even think about this. I know mine. You go, Will. It's the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> She had to deal with Dan's bullshit twice in this show. I fucking agree, dude. Um, <laughs> That's kind of a joke, but kind of serious. Yeah. But also kind of a joke. My Carolinian of the week is Peyton Sawyer. Interesting. I want to say I agree. I think there was a lot of growth from her, and we're starting to see a different side of Peyton mm-hmm. and see that she's not just a grungy little teen. Like she actually has feelings yes. and she 
I yeah, I'm gonna go with Peyton as well. I think knowing what we know now, uh, like based on like how she's trying to like mediate all sides of the situation yeah. and trying to be a good friend to everybody, and and still trying to keep it together while no one's asking her about what's going on in her life right now. Yeah, yeah, she's she's. I think she's the Carolinian. Is this her first Carolinian of the week? I, I think, think it, it is. is. Wow. Yeah. All right. Who's our asshole of the week? Dan, the therapist. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm going to have a hot take because I would normally say Dan because it's a dead giveaway. But mm. guess who I'm going to say this week? Who? Brooke. Dan, Brooke oh. can be number two. Yeah, Brooke I'm going to say Dan's number always two. number one. But Brooke just annoyed me this episode. She made so many mountains out of molehills. Yeah. Brooke is an asshole this week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Other than Uh-oh. that, there weren't really any assholes. Oh, yeah. Other yeah. than the norm. I think that's about it, though. Yes, right. it is. Uh, thank you to all of our uh, peeps in in One Tree Hill, Australia. Shout out to Denmark, Top 15 Sh- Greatest Comedy to, Podcast. Yes. Shout out to Denmark. Shout it's only to- up from here, baby. All right, <laughs> any, ladies and gents. Any any shout outs for you? Um, oh, I have one. I do have one shout out to, I just, I'm going to shout out Elise Bits. She's my bestie and she always listens to the podcast and she's amazing. Uh, shout out to Sam and Ellie. Ellie, we will get to how Mouth is a more pivotal character in this series, we promise. Ellie, I fucking love Mouth. What the hell? Have he, you been talking to Ellie about this? She, What's the tea? She's texting me about him a couple times. Okay, tell her, Ellie, text we'll, me instead. We'll, Anywho, we'll, we'll get to it. My shout out, thank you again to Lauren Altman for listening, and thank you for getting me my W-2. Sweet. I filed my taxes. What, what? Uh, all right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Peace out. It comes with old age, Danny. Constipation. Constipation. First of all, that doesn't sports. Constipation. Second of all, you're full of crap. Constipation.